0: Kia and welcome to Dogs of New Brighton, the show about the dogs in our neighbourhood and their humans. I'm Michelle Hollis, my co-host is Jess Dog, and today we're tackling the less than savoury topic of poo. Shortly after being put on steroids for an inflamed bowel, Jess developed coprophagia, the habit of eating poo. She doesn't eat her own at home, but when out she makes a bee line for cat poo and will chomp on the leavings of some dogs, even large ones. That's made me very aware of dog poo, and sometimes I pick up after others just to prevent Jess from chowing down. Before lockdown I decided to find out how much we could pick up on our normal morning loop to North Beach, up past Waimairi and home. Okay, so we've gone down about two houses and we've uh, found the first poo. Uh, and yeah, it's been here for a while. Um, yeah. So now we're walking down the footpath, uh, bike path. From Pacific Road towards North Beast Coffee Shed and Jesus just found some stuff there, don't eat it. All oh, right, Okay, right, we're gonna pick this up. Oh jeez, okay, that's that's hers. So uh, this one doesn't count in the bucket. But I better pick this one up, eh? Okay, Miss, shall we continue? I'm doing a public service as well as a radio program today. I'm I'm trying to see how much poo I pick up on a normal Jess walk. Yeah. What are you at now? About a third of a bucket, and we've only oh just... God. Oh, no. So, I'm Michelle. Michelle. Hi. I do a podcast called Dogs of New Brighton, and... Um, Today on our walk, this is Jess, my dog, and today on our walk we uh, we have a bucket and we're picking up all the poo we can find. Good on you. Do you think there's a problem here? Well, I've only just shifted from oh, Dunedin, so uh-huh. I haven't noticed a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not as much as Dunedin. Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Huh? Speech is foaming. Boiling today. It's got this bit of uh, sea spray in the air, and oh, it's so beautiful. The beach tends to be cleaner than the dunes. Uh, Maybe that's, I guess it gets washed out to sea, but maybe that's why people don't pick it up. They just think, oh, well, it just washes out, but that's like treating the sea like some giant toilet. about, um, I do a podcast with Dogs of New Brighton and I'm actually doing a feature about um, poo, people who oh, don't yes. pick up their poo and I saw you pick it up yeah. and I just wanted to say, does it annoy you when people don't? Um, yeah, I think that it's best if everybody helps you know, like to do their bit because I'd hate for eventually it to be an issue for us to have our dogs here because people weren't doing it yeah, me too. and I hate the idea of you know when there's kids running around you know someone's stepping in it You know, um, you can get recyclable bags now um, and things like that. So I think it's best that we all just do our bit. Well, if we're we're not um, putting our um, waste products into the ocean, we um, try and clean clean up the water before we send it out to sea. So why add our animal um, waste? Leave your footprints else yeah and I mean that goes for anything that you might have taken down your coffee cup your um, your your lolly packet um, and especially your doggy dos yeah uh, that's a log yeah uh, that's awful okay here we go got to get that one of the good things about picking a fresh dog poo off the beach is that if it's too sloppy you get a bit of sand to mix in with it it makes it easier to pick up uh, I know that sounds disgusting but that's reality uh, We've turned off the beach now we're up by um, on Wymyri Beach suburb just walking back along the path that heads to Bottle Lake Forest uh, and not surprisingly there is a lot more poo up here well it's not being washed out to sea which is maybe a good thing and also i think um maybe this is the start of dog's walks and as we all know that's when it happens okay there's more and then i have to go and find jess who's headed off into the bushes oh, that last one was all ground into pieces looked like a bike had run over it <sighs> we've been making our way uh towards the car park at the beginning of Beach Road, just by the Beach Cafe um, and we've slowed right down there's just so much poo Jess has ended up sitting down a lot just waiting for me, now she's saying hello to a lovely dog up there, hi you're an old dog too aren't you Pooch Yeah. I'm still walking down the gravel path towards the Beach Road um, car park and it looks like, oh Jess, Jess is just eating some poo and uh, what started off as being quite an interesting experiment is now becoming very tedious indeed I uh, can't put the lid on the bucket anymore I keep seeing stuff yeah and uh, this tongue is hanging out so we're going to get some water We'll consider some aspects of the New Brighton Poo Mountain over the next couple of shows. It may be a concern to some humans, but today my co-host wants to highlight the dog's point of view. For Jess, poo is not a problem. It's a source of information and food. Dogs swap messages in poo mail. It's not as information-rich as p mail, but Jess apparently learns a lot by pressing her nose against other dogs' droppings. What she's smelling are the chemicals excreted from the defecating dog's anal glands. These are deposited on top of the poo, and every dog has a unique poo signature. I learnt this from the only book I've ever bought from an airport bookstore that's actually been worth the money. It's called Inside of a Dog by Alexander Horowitz, who has a PhD in dog cognition. She describes the secretions held in a dog's anal sacs as extremely foul, dead fish in a sweat sock kind of secretions, with apparently individual dead fish in individual sweat sock odours for each individual dog. The anal sacs will let off if a dog is frightened in some way too. So Jess inhales odeur de poo to find out who's been there, probably when, and possibly whether he or she was agitated, afraid, or alarmed in some way. Which is all very well, but the next second she's eating the stuff. I've heard it's a puppy thing and most dogs grow out of it. And if you Google, why does my dog eat poop, you will get lots of reckons. Humans reckon a lot. Amongst all those reckons, there's actually a recent peer-reviewed scientific study. In 2018, a team from the School of Veterinary Medicine at the University of California, Davis, published their findings from two linked surveys of dog owners. The first survey of 1,552 owners was designed to find out if there was anything different about dogs who eat poo compared with dogs who don't. The second survey was of 1,475 owners whose dogs eat poo. So that survey asked detailed questions about poo-eating behaviour and whether anything stopped dogs doing it. OK, let's look at what they discovered First, poo eating is common. Almost a quarter of dog owners said they'd seen their dogs do it, and 16% of dogs had been spotted eating poo at least six times. And it was those dogs that these study authors defined as being coprophagic. Second, there's not much different about poo eating dogs they weren't distinguished by their age or their diet, and they were just as easily house-trained as the dogs who didn't eat poo, they didn't show more compulsive behaviour, nutritional deficiencies or gastro problems. Except, and we'll come back to this, poo eaters were described as greedy eaters, and they were more likely to live with two or more other dogs. The third key finding is it's extremely difficult to train dogs out of it. Well, I could have told you that for nothing. Owners of coprophagic dogs in this survey had tried 11 different commercial products and the reported success rate was between 0 and 2%. Big caveat here, the researchers could not tell whether the dog owners were correctly following the instructions for how to administer the various products, but that poor showing probably doesn't bode well for a cure. Behaviour modification was also an abysmal failure. The best approach was telling the dog to leave it alone, and that only worked 4% of the time. Finally, Dogs who eat poo prefer it fresh, specifically stools no more than two days old. So what can we make of all this? Well, matching all this up, the author's theory is that dogs like Jess are displaying behaviour developed by their wolf ancestors to keep their dens free of parasites. The idea is that wolves probably eat fresh poo of elderly or sick members of the pack to stop infectious parasites multiplying in the old poo. That's the significance of preferring poo no more than two days old. Harmful parasites start proliferating usually after about two days. And that greedy eating behaviour is also thought to be a hangover from wolf times. Hmm, Jess certainly looks like a wolf when she's exploring the beach with her nose in the wind. Maybe then, from Jess's point of view, her poo eating is not so much disgusting as an instinctive response developed thousands of years ago. If you want to check out the study for yourself, it's actually not a hard read. We'll put a link to the full research article published in the journal Veterinary Medicine and Science up on our website www.dogsofnewbrighton.dog So that's our food for thought from Dogs of New Brighton for now. We'd love to receive your comments and questions on the subject of poo or any other dog topic. We're on Facebook at Dogs of New Brighton or you can email us dogsofnewbrighton at gmail.com. You can hear more Dogs of New Brighton on Plains FM 96.9. Each episode is first broadcast every second Tuesday at 12.30pm. Or you can listen anytime at plainsfm.org.nz, via Apple Podcasts, or on our website. That's www.dogsofnewbrighton.dog. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Hollis, my co-host is Jess the Dog. Until next time, stay well, ka kite anō, we'll see you on the beach.